Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Samuel chapter 30. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and burned it, and had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire, and their wives and sons and daughters had been taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was distressed greatly because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Bring me the ephod. Abiathar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue the raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. David and the 600 men with him came to the Besor Valley, where some stayed behind. 200 of them were too exhausted to cross the valley, but David and the other 400 continued the pursuit. They found an Egyptian in a field and brought him to David. They gave him water to drink and food to eat, part of a cake of pressed figs and two cakes of raisins. He ate and was relieved, for he hadn't eaten anything for three days or drank any water for three days and three nights. David asked him, Who do you belong to? Where do you come from? He said, I'm an Egyptian, the slave of an Amalekite. My master abandoned me when I became ill three days ago. We raided the Negev of the Carathites, some territory belonging to Judah, and the Negev of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag. David asked him, Can you lead me down to this raiding party? He answered, Swear to me before God that you won't kill me or hand me over to my master, and I will take you down to them. He led David down, and there they were, scattered over the countryside, eating, drinking, and reveling because of the great amount of plunder they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from Judah. David fought them from dusk until the evening of the next day, and none of them got away except 400 young men who rode off on camels and fled. David recovered everything the Amalekites had taken, including his two wives. Nothing was missing, young or old, boy or girl, plunder or anything else they had taken. David brought everything back. He took all the flocks and herds, and his men drove them ahead of the other livestock, saying, This is David's plunder. Then David came to the 200 men who had been too exhausted to follow him and who were left behind at the Besor Valley. They came out to meet David and the men with him. As David and his men approached, he asked them how they were. But all the evil men and troublemakers among David's followers said, Because they didn't go out with us, we will not share with them the plunder we recovered. However, each man may take his wife and children and go. David replied, No, my brothers, you must not do that with what the Lord has given us. 
He has protected us and delivered into our hands the raiding party that came against us. Who will listen to what you say? The share of the men who stayed with the supplies is to be the same as that of him who went down to the battle. All will share alike. David made this a statute and an ordinance for Israel from that day until this. When David reached Ziklag, he sent some of the plunder to the elders of Judah, who were his friends, saying, Here's a gift for you from the plunder of the Lord's enemies. David sent it to those who were in Bethel, Ramoth, Negev, and Jatir, and to those in Aror, Sifmoth, Eshtimoah, and Rechal, to those in the towns of Jeremelites and the Kenites, and to those in Hormah, Borashan, Atak, and Hebron, and to those in all other places where he and his men had roamed. And so this chapter is all about David and the Amalekites. The Amalekites raid uh, David's camp. They capture his two wives. They capture the wives and children of all David's men, and they burn Ziklag, and, uh, and they take off. And so when David and his men reach back to Ziklag, they find it destroyed by fire. Their families are gone. And verse 4 says, David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. And so this was a, a terrible, terrible, tragic defeat. As, it, uh, as I mentioned, David's two wives had been captured and the wives of his men. So his men turned against him. It says that uh, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. They were so bitter about the loss of their families. But David found strength in the Lord his God. That's what verse 6 says. I want you to listen to that for a moment. David found strength in the Lord his God. The King James Version says David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. But David um, didn't have human support. Even his 600 uh, soldiers had turned against him. But David found another source of strength, friends. And you and I have that same source to draw on when no one is, is standing on our side. The Lord our God is able to strengthen us. So remember, like David, that we should find strength in the Lord in times of trouble. In verse 7, David asked Abiathar the priest uh, to inquire of the Lord uh, with the ephod whether they should overtake the Amalekites. And the answer was, yeah, you need to go after them and you're going to succeed. So David and the 600 men start out, but 200 of the guys are too exhausted to finish the chase. And so 200 of them stay behind with the supplies, and 400 of them continue their pursuit. Ultimately, David and the 400 recover everything the Amalekites had taken. Uh, They utterly defeated the Amalekites. 400 of the Amalekites got away on camels and took off. But the, the 400 men came back victorious with the plunder. And the men who had gone with David didn't want to share the plunder with the 200 who had stayed behind. But David had something to say about that. David replied, No, my brothers, you must not do that with what the Lord has given us. He has protected us and delivered into our hands the raiding party that came against us. So note, first of all, David didn't um, credit the victory to the 400 soldiers. David credited the victory to the Lord. David credited the generalship not to himself, but to the Lord, uh, the God of Israel. And so he told the men, you know, you're doing wrong with this thing because you didn't do it. God did it. God enabled us. 
And then David went on to say, the share of the man who stayed with the supplies is to be the same as that of him who went down to the battle. All will share alike. And so David made this a statute and an ordinance for Israel from that day till this. And so I want to give you a simple application for that principle. Those who stay behind with the supplies receive the the same uh, reward as those who go to the battle. I frequently travel in short-term missions. I go to places that are are not tourist-friendly. Some of the people that support me in my missionary endeavors are not physically able to do what I do. However, those who pray and those who pay to send me down to the battle in these various locations will receive the same reward that I do. That's the principle that's being put forth here. In other words, the family of God works as a collective army, and the supply lines are important, the prayers are important, and the soldiers are important. They're all part of the same package. We're all part of the same kingdom. So friends, you that are listening, I'm not soliciting for my missionary activities, but as you support missionaries and ministers that are doing the work of the kingdom, you receive the same reward ultimately, eternally, that they do for participating in the work of the Lord. A friend of mine calls it making blue chip investments in the kingdom of God. And so David made this a statute in the scripture, and I believe it's a biblical principle for all giving, for all time, for those who participate, and I would add giving and praying for the work of the Lord. Finally, this chapter ends with David sending some of the plunder to the elders of Judah. This is just an early indicator that uh, David has a strong constituency among Judah. Of all the 12 tribes, David is of the tribe of Judah. And so he strengthens that um, connection by sending some of the plunder to all the elders of Judah. Lord, we recognize this principle that uh, those who stay behind with the supplies, those who support and those who operate in support capacities, receive the same reward as those at the point of the spear going into harm's way in various locations. Lord, um, uh, guide us in our hearts to have the same attitude that David did. Lord, let us not be like those wicked men who said that others shouldn't receive a share in the victory. Lord, uh, the victory is yours. Just like David recognized, the victory's not ours, the victory's yours, Lord. And if we're able to do anything in your name, it's because you provided the divine enabling and grace. We recognize that now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.